Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today in history, in 1960, the USSR recovers two dogs, Belka and Strelka, the first animals to be launched into orbit and returned alive. All right, well, welcome to What the Fuck History, where we discuss the wackiest and weirdest things that make us say, well, what the fuck history? I am your Muppet of a man, Zachary, but don't you worry, baby, I'm a very manly Muppet. I'm Megan, and I will now be dealing with all confrontation by sending my foes to the Shadow Realm. I will not be taking any questions at this time. And I'm Matt. Today I learned that in order to get some special guests on your podcast, all you need to do is ask them nicely on Twitter. Allow me to introduce our special guests coming to us all the way from Austin, Texas. They are the hosts of The Most. Put your hands together for Andrew Rosas and Drew Saplin. Hey! Zach, I'm going to need you to, I'm gonna need you to add applause noise after, after that. Got it. Oh, that just sounds like brewing coffee. Oh, hello! Hello, everybody! <laughs> How's it going? Tell us a little about who you guys are and what you do. Drew, take it away. Okay, I'm Drew Saplin, and uh, I work at Rooster Teeth, and Andrew Roses also works at Rooster Teeth, and we together both work at Rooster Teeth. We have a podcast called The Most, where we bring on guests, usually, and we ask them the most questions. Questions in the frame of the most. What is the most drugs you've done, speed you've had? Uh, And then at the end of every episode, I always throw in a rapid-fire succession of questions to then have the guests on the show answer the most questions. Oh, dude, that's sick. Yeah, we're joining you today because we're on a uh, whirlwind remote podcast tour. We've booked 19 podcasts that we have to be on between now and I believe the beginning of September. And uh, y'all are number, I think y'all count as number four. That's insane, first of all. Yeah, it's a a real whirl of wind. It's a real whirl of wind tour. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I just... I want to uh, want to commend you all on your intro because uh, every episode that we do on our show, Andrew throws it to me, and then I promptly throw the entire thing in the trash. So, <laughs> Hell very yeah, clean buddy. and scripted and there you uh, go. well oh. rehearsed. It was very beautifully done. And uh, don't I worry, I it took us you. quite a number of fuck ups to get there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah uh, you guys will so, figure uh, it out. You only work for Rooster Teeth. So. That's yeah, yeah, sure. exactly. yeah. No, yeah, we start when we start our show. I I toss uh, Drew a a greased pig that he then like tries to catch. <laughs> And then, away and then jumps to the floor and runs. Catch this I fucking undeveloped football. There's like there's something really nice though about like catching something, someone throws at you and then promptly like setting it on fire. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I like the chaos. Yeah. At the very least chaos I'm consistent. And so yeah. I think that's what's important. Consistently chaotic. Exactly. Yeah. Um so. Okay, should we get into the meat and potatoes yeah, of this dude, motherfucker? Let's do it. So Absolutely. we're going to get into it. Uh, we sort of decided on the order through uh, hey, rock, paper, scissors, hey, as hey, we usually do. Hey, what? Hey. <laughs> yeah. I have a whole fucking sentence for this in my script. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And there comes the grease There it is. <laughs> there it is. Catch it. 
All right, Bananas in Pajamas, a game of rock, paper, scissors has been played, and the order for tonight is Megan, followed by me, followed by Zach, followed by Drew, because he told us some wild shit (gasps) before we started recording, and I need to hear this story, so that's the way it's going to go. Love it. All right. (laughs) So I'll jump right in. um, And I... uh... I decided earlier in the week that this was going to be a story about three trends in the uh, 20th century. So strap in, boys. Here we go. Um, A lot of people, I think, really like to bemoan really dumb trends and how they end up being dangerous. Like nowadays, they kind of hear the lines of like kids these days are like back in my day. We would never. Mm. Um, So you're telling me that the cinnamon challenge isn't? acceptable um i'm telling you that it's really not new it's kind of par for the course (laughs) okay okay okay. i don't think people back in the day were eating tide pods but like go on well you know what there weren't tide pods but they were uh they were doing other really dumb shit like uh for example enlighten us yeah in the (laughs) mid 1920s um pole sitting was very popular Excuse me? Yeah, so... Oh, the, the precursor to planking? Yeah, it's the precursor to planking, except you climb 40 feet in the air on a telephone Holy pole. Holy shit. And you sit there. <laughs> oh! So it's really just, what? like, as simple as it sounds. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean... Wait, you thought this was going to be complicated? Yeah, I mean, that's I, that, just a, a real lightning rod campaign. I want to know how many people uh, uh, <laughs> caught their death... With this, because uh, uh, maybe maybe as yeah. many as the Tide Pod I mean, Challenge. I mean, the twenties, oh, the, the Roaring Twenties, is just after the, the the flu pandemic. So it's just like if you yeah. lived, <laughs> you're fucking YOLO, bitches. Y'all can do anything. Yeah, I'm invincible. <laughs> Let me climb this yeah. telephone pole. <laughs> They're like, dude, I didn't die from the flu, so I'm gonna die on this pole. Like, but, amen, brother. Like, yeah. They couldn't even do it for the gram at the time. So, like, why <laughs> is there any reason why they were like? Are there, I'm sure there's a couple photographs, but like, to sit up there, what was the purpose? Just to, for people to be like, "Yep, you sure did it." Well, they attracted crowds. The oh, yeah, okay. so, the so it, was, it was kind of for the gram. Yeah, it was, it was for, for the like, gram. It was for the in-person gram, yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. will. Um, so like the most, the person who kind of got it started was this dude. He was a stunk, stunt actor and former sailor called Alvin Shipwreck Kelly. And, uh, I love uh, great name. I think we need to talk about the fact, and I've heard this said before, I think it was us when we were playing D&D, that some nicknames for people are just like the craziest shit. Oh, they're so good. And some <laughs> nicknames are just like the most... I think we were talking about mob nicknames just being like Jimmy Two Shoes, but everything else is like your nickname is Shipwreck for no good reason. Unless every <laughs> ship he was on was... Also, of all the wrecks that you could have as a nickname, <laughs> Shipwreck is the only one that's like not making you sound like a piece of shit. Like if I was Drew Carwreck Sapphire, yeah. like, oh, that guy gets a oh, lot of Andrew Trainwreck like, Rosas? Oh man, dude, yeah. he, he, he does not have, <laughs> oh, he does yeah. not have his but, life like, together. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, Alvin Shipwreck Kelly uh, at least had his pole sitting career together because uh, his first stint, he spent 13 hours up on a pole. What? Because wow. for the for the actual in-person Instagram, dude, like, I don't know what to tell yeah. you. It's in the 1920s. We didn't have the internet. And what? then uh, he was quickly outmatched by a dude who sat for 21 days wow. up on How do you... a pole. Um. And where, then, where, does where does the poop go? Where does the poop go? 
we if have no... asking the real questions. <laughs> Science has no answer for you. I'm sorry. Wasn't that Paul White but, uh, in one to Oh. Hey, oh. oh. <laughs> the other question that I have about this pole sitting fad is like where does the food come from do they get pole yeah. runners to like run up yeah so people and... would people would send them food up like on sticks they would like some people <laughs> climb up oh okay there it is yeah so if they're sending food up if they're sending There's food up yeah. they're to taking go down. Yeah. down like yeah, yeah. there's Things... definitely a bucket yeah uh, by bag. the way it's the, sa- it's the same bag oh, disgusting i was just about two different baskets please god two different baskets promise me two different baskets <laughs> I mean, dude, fingers uh, crossed, but like, there. I don't think there was any. But food I mean, like last week safety. we did a story no. about a guy that fucked corpses. So. No, I, I. Oh yeah, that's people, true. people. I'm sure because people didn't even know germs existed until 1983. So I'm like, they just yeah. went through a plague though. So you kind of have to think that they must have been semi-conscious of like, sure. oh, mm. if we poop and put food in the same bucket. I will say that's probably why large crowds gathered to watch this stuff is because, like, right now, because of COVID, I just want to hang out and watch somebody do literally goddamn anything. I literally could go to Boston and see a busker playing a violin in a subway and just be like, yeah, I'll stay here for three hours. This is cool. Sure. Hey, there's a dude downtown sitting on a pole. You want to go? Yep. No questions asked. Let's go. I spent two years indoors with nothing but my family, so yes, I'll watch a guy sit on a pole. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, like, this fad mostly fell out of fashion with the onset of the Great Depression, but, like, every so often, (laughs) for no good reason during the 20th century, they would revive it. And um, the longest time that anyone has ever sat on a pole started in 1982. (gasps) And he's still there today. Oh, dude, almost, because he spent 439 days on top of this pole. Do you want to guess why he did this? Why? To stay away from his wife? Heartbreak? Uh, To protest the price of gas. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we go, man. That kind of sucks. It kind of... Yeah, it I hope sucks. that guy's still alive, just pumping three dollars. Three dollars. Yeah. I got, I got <laughs> sour. Like, gas in 1982 was like six cents. It was just like, what are you doing protesting the price of gas in 1982? Yeah, like, it's only gonna get fucking it's worse. Fucking yeah, ten dollars now. He's yeah. just yeah. some old man now, and he's sitting there looking at a telephone pole, <laughs> going, "I should have stayed up there. Should've stayed on the fucking pole, my guy." <laughs> so there was that one. The next two will go by pretty fast. Uh, but you talked about the Tide Pods. And yeah, um, you did talk about the Tide Pods, and that wasn't the first time people have eaten things uh-huh. that are not good for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, people uh, eat ass nowadays, so. I don't know, dude. I think this is worse. Because. Okay. Tell me about in, it. In the 30s, uh, across campuses in America, they students began swallowing live goldfish for literally no oh, reason. Hell yeah, mm. it's a Steve O prank before Steve O made it popular. It's I'm just yes. yeah. So it was um, it was called doing the goldfish. Come on, guys. That's guys, so clever. Such guys, a clever how about name. the second thing you think of? Come on, let's just go in. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm at least so we can tell that naming conventions haven't gotten like any better because the Tide Pod Challenge could have been just anything literally. but the Tide. I mean, right. you really could have just called that uh, creative suicide. 
and people would have been like, "Yeah, I did the creative suicide challenge." If you're swallowing Tide, if you're swallowing Tide pods, it should be called like like doing undertow or something like that. Because oh, like, right. come on, <laughs> like, like, that took three seconds. Come on, Riptide yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'm taking it I through know. the rinse yeah, cycle. Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, I'm. Uh, anything is better. So yeah, the name. What of are the you? Movie is. What are you doing this weekend? I'm gonna go back to my house and do the goldfish. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? <laughs> Well, like before, before an Urban Dictionary, yeah, and everything. Right, yeah, exactly. yeah, like night. Maybe that's why they didn't have a place to look up terrible terms like we do now. Yeah. So they also, couldn't well, be also, creative. I'll argue, and we've talked about this before, Andrew. Back, like before 1970, normal named shit was available. Like, there's a movie called The Conversation, where it's just yeah. like, oh, we're you can just call dumb shit dumb shit, and it's fine because nobody's thought that's of right. it yet. We hadn't like, run out of names. Go- yeah, we hadn't run out of names. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had. Yeah, now I you have to get creative. Back then, you, you barely had to function. Yeah, yeah, dude. And that's fair. Also, you would do this for like $10 bets. So I guess that was a thing as well. But so this started a competition because originally doing the goldfish started on at Harvard. The best and the brightest. <laughs> the best and brightest. Yeah, real smart up here. The best the and the world. brightest of our nation. Because the first guy who did it, uh, he wanted to win $10. And he also wanted to become class president. So I really hope he won. Did he? Um, In your research, did he, though? It was honestly unclear, because, I don't know, man, I wouldn't vote for a guy who swallowed a goldfish for this. I guess and that's fair. <laughs> so, him swallowed... <laughs> Just a, an incubator for Simpsons writers and CIA spooks. That's all that that... <laughs> Just, and goldfish swallowers. Thank you very much. And goldfish swallowers. And this, like, started a competition between MIT, Penn State, and Harvard to see who could literally out-swallow each other. And I... Yes, I did say that. They do different um, things nowadays to see who can out-swallow who. <laughs> I wish... Oh I God. wish this wasn't a thing. But it also started the International Goldfish Swallowing Association... Um, what? Of course there's an association for it. Yeah, yeah. it was an association, which then prompted uh, the formation of the Soci- Society for the Prevention of Goldfish Eating. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> very good. That's and then important. A, it was very important. And then a bill was filed in Massachusetts to preserve the fish from cruel and wanton consumption. But that didn't stop one brave hero, I guess that's a word we're going to use for him, at Clark University, who sucked down 89 goldfish. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm going I'm to ask you the question I asked in the first one. What about the poop? Yeah, what about like, the poop? You, are, there, are there little, like, goldfish chunks in the poop? Or is it, It's like, probably fully uh, digested, I'd imagine. A lot of, a lot of pin yeah. bones? Probably just you know? Pins. Okay. We've I got... have no idea. Go ahead. That, that sounds painful no matter what. However... I'm also not surprised by this because every year we also, as a society, do our best to stomach watching Joey Chestnut shove a whole bunch of I can't, yeah. hot dogs hot down his gullet. <laughs> so, wet, what's the difference between a hot dog and a goldfish, dog, I guess? Hot dogs. Gavin Free would be out of his mind watching that. Oh, my <laughs> lord. That, like... I don't know, dude. I, I, so... I could. I, I think it might be Skittles. That might be the only thing I can swallow like eighty three of. But like goldfish, oh, even sure. like small goldfish, they oh 
Could you could you imagine them hitting your stomach and they're still no, moving around? I can't. Like, yeah, I, do. I can't. I don't, and I won't. I, I refuse. I refuse to <laughs> Andrew's like, this isn't territory that I'm stepping yeah, in right dude. now. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm I'm not Hard gonna pass. swim in this kiddie pool. Like, I'm not with this. <laughs> also, like, I don't know if any part of a goldfish is sharp, right? Sure. But like, I, if it is, I'm less. My throat is a very that. tender place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm less worried about the sharp and more worried about the wriggling as it goes oh, down. Oh, stop, yeah. <laughs> and you, I mean, Drew brought up a really good point. I'm, 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 I must think that your stomach acids dissolve the pin bones that are in the like tiny, tiny fish bones that are in there. Uh, yeah, right. either that or it comes out of you like a Heathcliff like fish skeleton on a trash can lid. Like it comes like <laughs> oh, comes God. out yeah. entirely whole. Uh, yeah. like a pellet, like yeah, an owl I pellet. Mean, but it's also just like think about so. It's bad thinking about one wriggling around down there, but this motherfucker consumed 89. Yeah, right. a whole school. No. My stomach would sound like a dishwasher set to pots and pans. It would just be the most yeah. unbelievably <laughs> gurgly nightmare Absolutely. you've ever heard. Oh, the, the GI distress oh, is off the charts. Dude, no amount of Pepto could solve no. this problem. No. <laughs> All right, so, and the very last one, was popular in the 1950s, and it was more international because it was popular oh, not God. just in the U.S., but in Britain, Canada, and South Africa. And it was phone booth stuffing. Uh, now, okay. I'm sure you're all in suspense. So uh, this was a fad where we tried to see how many individuals uh, we could fit into one phone booth at a time. Yes. Oh, it's and, like, uh, what the fuck is that game? I don't know. What is Stuffy that Stuffy bunny, but with oh, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chubby bunny yeah. or whatever with the marshmallow. Chubby bunny yeah. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was essentially like that, except um, uh, the not record was... Not in a person's was, mouth. Yeah, not in a person's mouth. That's that's true. But the record would set in 1959 in South Africa when uh, 25 young, hearty men were squeezed into a booth together. <laughs> None Excuse of them me? over four foot two. None yeah, of them over four foot two. There was no fucking that was real, no, Just dude, a bunch of children. That was a real lollipop Some deal. of them were six feet. Some of them were six feet tall. Oh my god! What? First of and all, okay, I'm gonna. Five? Yeah, I'm gonna say the super nerdy thing and uh, just say they should have brought a TARDIS. They could fit a lot more. Sure, uh, <laughs> That's true. but six feet tall person and twenty five uh, of them inside yeah. of a telephone booth. I don't twenty five. That's, that's my nightmare. I'm bad at like physics in general. I'm I'm generally a smart person, but I'm not a very smart person, and so yeah. I can't fathom how. Like the dimensions of no. that work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some real, real contortionist going on. I, I know one thing for sure. The first person going into that booth, you're like, all right, buddy, you, you, you been to the bathroom? Like, you, you, you good? Yeah. <laughs> Have you evacuated yeah. everything? Again, what about the poops? Because it's get everybody. What about, right. what about the, all three of these? Where does the poop go? Where does the poop go? Because if you're the first guy in, you're probably the last guy out, and that means like, oh, and you're like, you've got to be ready. You've got to be, you know, all set. <laughs> I don't. You're far honestly, more I don't crushed think my than you were be. when you. Yeah, none of them. None of them could answer the phone because they were in there so tightly. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not quite the poops, but guys, my uh, mom's giving say. me a ride. She said she'd be here at four thirty sharp. She's gonna call on this phone. She guys, told I me really I couldn't be doing this, this anymore. 
<laughs> I, I really, I really, I really need to take this call. But like, what happens when you cram twenty five people in there and one of those guys just rips a fart? Oh yeah, Stop. No. you get it. I mean, <laughs> that's, 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 that's just out of there quickly. That's just occupational oh, no, hazard. It, yeah, yeah, it would be, it would be a fucking clown car wreck. Like it would just be just a bunch of a bunch of dudes tumbling out. I mean, like evacuating as fast as possible. You kind of, you kind of sign up for that pun though intended. when you say like, yeah, pun intended. When you say like. uh yeah, I'll get into this phone booth with 25 other men and just not expect any of them to fart. Like, you, you sign yeah, up just, for that. You, well, like, just elbowing your, a bunch of people in the gut. What you, you got to expect like a little bit of It's like on their fruit. days off, too. This was, this was a fad. This was for fun. Like, what I are you doing? I can't imagine signing up for that. Again, and I've said this before, uh, f- entertainment and fun wasn't invented until the 90s like we bear like no that's true you're absolutely right i i feel like that's when like most things got like we we had we had some like real good movies before then but that's like a like you're going to a theater you're sitting down then like vhs came along so we were having it at home but like your own personal fun didn't really like happen until the 90s as far as i'm concerned yeah you really had to manufacture it in very creative ways and um this was not it. I don't know if this is. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know uh, if this yeah, is creative. Definitely not. But <laughs> yeah, I think I'd, if you I think I'd go for pole sitting before I did this. Absolutely. Yeah, which ones I mean, would I don't you guys know. do? I'd, I'd, I'd pole sit before sit? everyone I'd... else. I'm not getting crammed in no phone booth. I got too much claustrophobia. Okay. <laughs> and he's and nonsense. he's already said that he's not going to eat a goldfish. So <laughs> I'd do the phone booth. I'd do the phone booth. I don't mind. I've, uh, okay. Now, yeah. Drew, here's the real question. How many people do you think you could fit in there? Are they my size or uh, six? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're you're just like, wait, before, I've, done, well, I've done the quick math. The, four, four before I start yelling. The challenge, okay. the like, challenge nowadays would be finding a phone. That booth, is true. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So step right, one. Time to go buy a phone booth to yeah. see how many people we can stick yeah. inside of it. Step yeah. one, find a phone Definitely booth. Definitely something two. you want to do post-pandemic uh, is get That's 25 yeah. people into it. Everybody mask up and then uh, cram into this phone booth, right? <laughs> right. right, guys? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Megan, Ready? you said this was in the 50s that they did this? Yeah, so the record was set in 1959, and that was okay. pretty much the last anyone really did Tried. it. Because, well, much like <laughs> a lot of fads, it burns bright right really quick and then it fades out and no one ever talks about it again so good for them for the Uh, record but also like people like our grandparents were much smaller people in general like i just want to like they were svelte like you you could fit 25 (laughs) you could fit 25 people from 1950 you could fit like eight nine people from today like just just generally larger Right, They're so much thicker. larger all around. Right, and t- but also taller and just that's like true. I we are thick boys. Feel like modern Americans are just a little more. Dense. I feel that's true. Yeah, yeah. and this in more yeah. ways than one, as is evidenced by the fact that a COVID pandemic is still it's going still on. going on, yeah. folks. That, my, still that our raging. governor that, that our governor got COVID. Hey, today. I was going to ask. I you did about see that. that. I saw that, that's but that's the end of mine. So, all right. Onward well, to the next. I guess it's my turn. And uh, this is pretty insane because I didn't think that I was going to be doing another story like this, first of all. But I have another story that involves um, the French. But instead of a mime this time, I'm swapping it out with one of Zach's favorite topics. And before I let you answer what your favorite topic is, Zach, I'm going to let Andrew and Drew 
get a get a guess in. Do you guys have a guess as to what Zach's favorite topic is? Keeping in mind that when I say favorite topic, I mean the exact opposite. Tamagotchis. Oh, that's a good one. Not quite. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's close. Poop poop baskets. Poop baskets oh. is probably <laughs> close. That's also second. very close. Megan, what is your guess? Clowns, dog. Huh? What? Clowns? 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 It's ugh. Zach. Mimes? What's, what's your least favorite? I already said mimes. Oh. Zach, <laughs> what's your least favorite thing? Uh, court jesters and clowns. Yes, uh, I was right. That was uh, really good. good. Uh. So yeah, my my story has to do with a French uh, court jester. Oh, oh so boy. <laughs> cover your ears. Yeah, Zach, cover your ears. This is. Uh, I don't know if that will help because I have headphones that stick into my ears already, so I'll just be cramming them <laughs> deeper in there. So, so I'm going to be telling you guys about a guy named Nicolas Ferriel, who was born in 1479 in Blois, France. Honestly, okay. that's a guess on how you pronounce it because who has time? I mean, who, yeah. um, <laughs> he was born so with a number of bodily defects that made him stand out. He had a hunched back. He had long, gangly arms and very short, twisted legs. Uh, he worked as a court jester. <laughs> a swimmer's body. That's w- what they call a swimmer's yeah, body. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Swimmer's yeah. body, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Honestly, he's he's you... the ideal Michael Phelps. Yep. Yeah, can you see him besides Michael Phelps just fucking trucking? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I really can. But he went by the name uh, Triboulet, and he was relatively unknown until the age of 24. I mean, he had been working as sort of like a jester and a clown here and there. But at the age of 24, he gets appointed as a court jester by the future king of France, uh, Francis I. Oh. Which is, Ooh. like, okay. a weird flex, to be honest. Moving on yeah. up in the Moving world. Moving on up. Uh, started at the bottom. Now I'm here. Now we're here. Um, but according to reports, uh, as soon as Triboulet became a court jester, he, quote, suddenly ceased to be idiotic and imbecile and became a witty, diverting, and crafty buffoon and, above all, a perfect courtier. Oh. So, like, he just all of a sudden became the, the, the fucking wittiest person in the room. That's such a strange flex right yeah. because you were really shit in the interview and then as soon as you started <laughs> to do the job you were amazing like usually it's reversed yeah no for sure i there mean are. you know that's like i feel like that's you know this is the Adam Sandler transformation. This is him coming in like shampoo is better, and then now he's in uncut gems and like oh, yeah. like doing Oscar worthy performances, just, just sobbing uh, for a full five minutes in the most uncomfortable the way on screen. So the this Adam is Sandler the yeah. the fourteen hundreds version of the Adam Sandler that, redemption. Arc. Yeah, exactly. He's the original. Uh, he's the original Adam Sandler, and he got himself got like a nineteen movie deal with. King Francis. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, like, I, this I is always, like the the Adam Sandler resurgence or the yeah. the McConaughey yeah, Renaissance. Exactly. Yes. Like, all, right, all right, all right, all right. I always get a courtier and courtesan confused, yeah. so I always think it's more sexy than it actually yeah. is. It just means you're good at <laughs> yeah. Courtier I mean, means like you're good at court. Well, I think courtesan's the sexy. Yeah, one, the right? the courtesan <laughs> is. Uh, oh, I, and I'm even yeah. saying that wrong. I'm pronouncing it like Parmesan. It's a hooker. Courtesan, Parmesan. <laughs> 
Honestly, a Parmesan courtesan would that would do it for me. Oh, that would do it for me. Oh, the oh, commissars um, in town. So, so he, he's known for dressing in bright red and yellow, and sort of being the um, original depiction of what a jester is. So I'm gonna post a picture in just the general notes chat on Discord, just so that y'all yeah. have like an idea of what his getup was but like when you see original depictions of a jester in in plays or things like this they sort of describe the tribule looking character um uh have y'all read the foundation series by isaac asimov that might be like nerdcore shit i have not yeah no Uh, i've heard i have not read it finished it the bits and pieces it's so weird when you were explaining what that guy looked like because one of the characters in the book i think his name's the mule Look, like the way you described him is how they describe him in the book. So it's just like Asimov just like ripped ripped this from history and was just like, here you go, yeah. Yeet, and then threw it into his book. But that's, that's kind insane. of wild because like you're saying that this is what a lot of jesters are are based off of. Because yeah. I was like, man, is this the, like the cask of Amontillado? Like, yeah. is this fortunate? He's like the, he's the stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, there um, he is. But he. uh Anyone who doesn't know what the court jester's role is at court, he's essentially the only person in the room who's allowed to point out the truth of a situation. So the inherent hypocrisy of the wealthy eating well while subjects may be starving or suffering, talking about the vanity and excess of the ruling class while doing their best to be entertaining. And by all accounts, Tribule did exactly that, and he did it very well. But there are a couple of stories uh, which have survived through the ages, and um, the first time is an instance where Tribule apparently ran frantically to King Francis and exclaimed to him that a nobleman had threatened to beat him to death. And the king responded, Not to worry, if he dares to do it, I will have him executed 15 minutes after, to which Tribule responded, Sir, couldn't you execute him 15 minutes before? Oh my god. Very good. <laughs> oh, um, tremendous. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love 1400s dunks. Wits. Oh this man, what a what a, what a, what a, what a <laughs> dunks. This is the <laughs> this is the highest class of wit that exists. Uh, but, um, <laughs> your Majesty, I, I do believe, in fact, you are owned. I do believe, <laughs> I do believe, you've been posterized. Yes, man. If if that was written in like the court documents, if yeah. someone said, "Your Majesty, I think you've been owned," I would die. Your Majesty, would, we have it? deployed the burn unit to come and attend <laughs> to your wounds. <laughs> Just grabs the megaphone and drops <laughs> it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Hell yeah. So that's one story. And obviously he doesn't get beaten to death because there's a second story. Mm. Um, but he does <laughs> go on to get himself into a little bit of deeper water by insulting the king directly. Ooh. Which is part of his job, but you're supposed to be a little bit subtle with it. He offended the king by slapping him on the ass. And uh, dude, that's bold. Wow. Yeah, no, this guy, this guy had brass balls for sure. But Uh, Matt, that only works if you yell "good game." Yeah, right. (laughs) Very good. Um, The king's pissed, given that this was his court jester. He then tells him he'd allow him to live if he comes up with a joke that's more offensive than the slapping. And so Tribule (laughs) takes a second 
to to think about it and he says i'm sorry sire i mistook you for the queen stop it very good wow <laughs> see i think i think i've cracked it if you were a king hiring a court jester you because their job is to make fun of you you would want to hire the dumbest one yeah. so that you wouldn't get dunked on all yeah. the time yeah. so tribulate came in and was like I'm dumb as hell. And then they hired him and he was like, just Psych, kidding. Just kidding. I'm, I'm funny. witty. And then, and you can't get rid of him because like, he's just doing his job and, and everybody thinks he's doing it very I, well. Right? Yeah. There's just, I, all the, all the humor from this time, all was the same kind of thing that like, I, I think again, it didn't get good. Comedy didn't get good until uh, until, until, <laughs> until the, the, the 90s. The 90s. Uh, yeah, no, because, until, until your favorite until who you're named after, Andrew Dice Clay. Obviously, obviously yeah. Hickory Dickory <laughs> Duck. No, it's because, like, I mean, it's, it, it's that same kind of, like, like witty repartee that, like, it's like that Churchill stuff, like, you know, uh, you know, yeah. if you were my husband, sir, I'd poison your dinner. Madam, if you were my wife, I would eat it. Like, it's just that kind of very, yeah, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, humor, humor also hasn't changed since, like, ancient Rome. There were, you sure. know writings on the walls in Pompeii that was like this guy's gay and this guy farted here and this guy took a piss on this wall but like humor <laughs> really didn't start to develop until the 90s I think yeah but, um, the dot com exactly really <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> so I mean the best way to put it is I guess that you know during this time the only form of comedy was the roast which yeah, is the lowest yeah. form of comedy yeah, dude, low hanging fruit <laughs> so the joke was obviously more offensive than the original snap, uh, slap, but Tribolet had broken the only rule that Francis I had put out, which was don't talk shit about the fucking queen. <gasps> oh my God, so the king decides that he's going to kill Tribolet anyways. Okay, and rip. at the execution, Francis likes this jester so much um, that he offers him an opportunity uh, to choose the manner of his death. And Triboulet, being the roast master that he is, brandishes the biggest and shiniest brass balls and says, Good sir, by Saint Goody Two-Shoes and Saint Fatty, patrons of insanity, I ask to die from old age. And the king laughed and banished him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, that actually was you are, good. You are banished from France. You are officially kicked out of the kingdom. Which, like, how devastating is is that in the 1400s to be banished yeah. from France? Like, well, isn't I, that fine. great? I would imagine that it's probably better than being killed on the spot. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. The 1400s suck. Yeah, you know, it yeah. is it is so remarkable just how like for the for most of history, life was so cheap. Like it it mm-hmm. meant nothing to most people. Like this would be like if your best friend offended you or like made like Oh man, did I, did I say something? That those things that we think about late at night, they're like, "Oh man, did I say something weird at that party?" Oh. I mean, John yeah. John kind of made a weird face. It's like, oh no, John, uh, back then he would have just uh, had you executed. He would have run you through. Run you through. <laughs> yeah, dude. He would have challenged, challenged you, you to a, a duel, duel in the morning. And then yeah. shot you in the gut. Yeah. 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 Before you take your ten Barry, paces, he's just going to fucking shoot you in the back. Barry Lyndon Durant. Yeah, but, unapologetically. But I would also like to point yeah. out that this is the great nation of France yeah. who had a very... Uh, 
good relationship with the guillotine later on. Yeah. There's probably sure. a lot of death sure. going on yeah. there. Anyway. But I love it. What's, what's so what, what make the you know life being cheap, but then also that means you could buy it back with like a laffy taffy joke. Like you could, yeah. right. you, could, right. you, could you could get your freedom, or you could get your uh, execution uh, 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 stayed by yeah getting get, coming up with a joke that's on like a popsicle stick. Like this, this is, is like, this yeah, I was gonna say a quick. little bit better. Yeah. But let like, me finish um, this popsicle, tell you a joke, and then I'll just yeah, be exactly. <laughs> I do want to let you like guys know. I feel like I would die though. Oh. Like I, I feel like I can't be witty the, on the spot. I'll, I can't yeah. be witty on the spot either. The king would be like, "You gotta come up with a joke." I'd be like, "Fucking kill me, dude!" Like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and the only <laughs> thing I can think of to do right now is shit myself. Is that funnier than slapping <laughs> you on the ass? <laughs> um, I, I do just want to let you guys know that unfortunately the story does not have a happy ending. Uh, he did not live to old age. He was, in fact, found stabbed uh, over 30 times with his throat slit in a fountain. Whoops. So, so I guess he surprised. just kept roasting uh, and people suicide. were like, I'm not right, the yeah, king of France. Couldn't, <laughs> yeah. couldn't stop. Suicide by joke. He just, like, walked around to people of France and, like, smacked them on the ass. And he's like, you're ugly. You're yeah. ugly. You're ugly. You're ugly. They're like, yeah, we're just going to kill you in this fountain real quick nothing has unified the people of france more um than killing actually i'm willing i'm willing to bet that somebody was just annoyed at that little the jingling because all the jesters had bells on oh. the goddamn <laughs> head, so just like hey it, i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna, gonna fucking, fucking kill, him. kill him he's just walking around just everywhere <laughs> he oh fucking God, goes all he does phone. is stand by that fountain and dance back <laughs> yeah hey give me hey hey Hey, give me your knife real quick. Hold on. Just let me, let me borrow it real quick. <laughs> Just give me your knife. I've been yeah. practicing my stabbing just for this occasion. Just for yeah. this occasion. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's the story of a court jester who was witty enough to get his execution stayed. And, uh, but not witty enough to no, not die. Not witty enough to dodge 37 stab wounds. He did not have the last laugh. <laughs> oh, boo! Go home! If you got that uh, applause sound effect, go ahead and put in the boos. Go ahead and put in boos and yeah. hisses right there. <laughs> boos yeah, that'd be really right good. There. But that's it for I'm my, holding up the boo hiss song. That's it for my story, <laughs> Zach. Why don't you take it away? Awesome. So uh, this week, I am going to do my best to uh, hail the chief. Uh, but more correctly and importantly, hail the very first commander-in-chief, 
Good old, I cannot tell a lie, although I used subterfuge and spies greatly during a war, George Washington. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. 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 So, Georgie Boy was determined to make it to the year 1800, which was a big thing back then, especially because, you know, you think about it, 1776, all that other jazz. A statement was actually recorded in a letter by his wife, Martha, which reads... Uh, George entered into an arrangement with Mr. Morris and several other gentlemen not to quit the theater of this world before the year 1800. That's like the, that's the classiest way to say, I'm going out at this time. I'm going out at this time. I don't care. As soon as it hits 1800, I, I you know, it can be, you know, the first, January 1st. January 1st. 12 yeah. o'clock. Uh, bring- and then he like, he does like the peace sign and he disappears. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> fades just, into the just ethereal. actually set me under the giant ball and have it crush me at the stroke of midnight. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I understand Times yeah, Square, Square is not yeah. here yet, but, um, when the time comes, please just when put, the time put comes. me under. Yeah. They're like, uh, what are you talking about, um, George? He's like, you'll, it'll make sense later. <laughs> it'll make sense a lot yeah. later. Your great, great gan- grandkids will know exactly what we're talking about. But sadly, and much to the dismay of our dear first president, George dies of acute epiglottitis. Wow, this is a hard one. Give me a minute. That's a good Epiglottitis. Word. Oh, God. Um, which is a terrible infection in one's throat on December 14th, 1799. No. No. So close, but no cigar, my wooden tooth my friend. God. Wait. Uh, yeah. So, super close. Almost made it. And during this time in history, there were a lot of cases of people being wrongly buried alive. Oh, damn. So the idea, or rather misunderstanding, of people coming back from the dead was not unfounded. Can you see where I'm going with this? Please. Oh. Uh, Zombie George Washington. Enter William Thornton, or rather, Dr. William Thornton, who is a physician trained at the best medical schools in Europe, and an accomplished architectural designer. He actually designed the Library Company of Philadelphia in 1789, the United States Capitol in 1792, and a number of important homes in the D.C. area, including the Octagon, Woodlawn, and Tudor Palace. All right, he just, like, built everything. Wow. That's cool. He built everything! He designed it! The guy's got, like, an actual head on his shoulders. However... Okay. However... There's always a 20 years after... There's always a butt. There's always a butt. I've been told that anything uh, but, that comes before the butt is irrelevant. <laughs> but <laughs> 20 years after George Washington dies, we find out that the former president was suffering when he was suffering through his final illness on his deathbed. Uh, a family member actually invited Thornton to Mount Vernon to see if he could help. Oh um, my he was god. Going to Tell me that they weekend at Bernie's to the president. (laughs) Oh, I wish they did. I wish they did. Uh. That would have been even better. But actually, no, that would have been good. But this might be better. Uh, Because uh, he was going to perform a tracheotomy on Washington. Just to kind of be like, all right, I mean, I guess that'll work. We'll put a hole in his uh, his, his throat and maybe that'll do. So, but by the time he got to Mount Vernon, uh, El Presidente had shuffled off Mm. this mortal coil. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. And he was like, oh, what am I going to do? I can't perform surgery on a dead man. Or can I? Unless. So, unless. unless, Understandably a little bit miffed about the whole situation, Thornton comes in with a backup plan. And he's like, all right, folks, I'm going to resurrect good old George. No. I'm going to bring him back. We just, we don't have the technology. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, Thornton thought he had the technology because he has a list of how to bring someone back from the dead. He's a madman. <laughs> Absolute madman. Well, are you ready for this, this like these instructions? Here we go. Yep. The instructions are, first, thaw him in cold water, then lay him in blankets, and by degrees and by friction, give him warmth and put activity into the blood vessels. What? Okay. What is, what Pretty is standard act- so far. Wait, what is activity? What? <laughs> like? Cocaine. It's cocaine. <laughs> At the time. It's cocaine. Okay. <laughs> it's All methamphetamine. Right. You got ghosts yes. in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. Listen, I just I just wanted to clear up what exactly, uh, quote unquote, activity was. Viagra. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, Viagra. <laughs> no, so it was basically like, let's warm the body up in, in cold to warm water, then dry him out, and then give a dead man a massage. Okay. And then, Normal. at the same time, open a passage to the lungs by the trachea and inflate them with air to produce artificial respiration. So basically, we're going to put him in a bath, give him a massage, put a hole in his throat, and then just use a bellows to make sure that his lungs yeah, still go. Yeah, we're going to see oh. if we can pull start the first president. We'll see if we can, like, Jesus really, God. Just, yeah, see if we can uh, br- literally breathe life into this dude. Yeah, and then finally, the last part is transfuse blood into him, but specifically the blood of a lamb. Uh, yeah. oh. Oh. God will save you. Oh, all right. Because even in 1799, the people's obsession with Christian Christian ideology mm. and symbolism is very yep. much alive. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad that we have TikTok and not de- like de taking like taking apart other humans. Like that's what they did for fun back then. Like now we have <laughs> yeah. little boxes. I found in my a hand, dead body. Is... Do you want to tear it apart together? Yeah, yeah. Now it's just hey, I'm just gonna just... scroll. Thank God for scrolling. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> Thank God I can just like pick up my phone and I don't have to resort to grave robbing. Oh, grave robbing! Exactly. Like, I wonder how many veins are in a human. Like, and then we just like, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, a one, a two. Honestly, you you read you know accounts from like the 1800s and it's just like when I was 12, you know, I loved looking through microscopes and you know seeing how dead things worked and I recorded it in my diary. I'm a Victorian child. It's like I didn't have right. those hobbies when i was 12 right. like i had the internet yeah thank you so we have the internet they had being a precursor to being yep. a serial killer yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do these are all the warning signs of psychopathy right here but so thornton's, thornton's reasoning for the process he ends up writing about it later and he says quote he died by the loss of blood and the want of air restore these with heat and that had subsequently been deducted and the organization uh, was in every respect perfect, there was no doubt in my mind that his restoration was possible. Okay. So this guy was like, all right, if we heat him up and we basically stick him in the human equivalent of a microwave and give him some air and give him some blood, I guess he'll be good. I think my favorite part of this story is the confidence, like the medical confidence with nothing to back it up. So much confidence. (laughs) The humans. Um, I mean, you know, it's so funny how... Just like some sciences were down pat and others were absolute guesswork again up until like very recently. Like you said, this guy, you you said, you said this guy designed like buildings hundred that are standing to this very fucking day. Like, I mean, that will be probably buildings that will be here long after we have shuffled off this mobile coil. But then we're Mm -hmm, also mm -hmm. just like, um, put, put. Get this guy in a in a in a like lukewarm bath and put some lamb's blood in him, and he's gonna be chopping down cherry trees before you can say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Come he's on. gonna make it. Yeah, to he's gonna make it. Like, I, he's gonna make I it. I think that this is also a testament to the fact that we, as a human race, know less about each other and more about big shiny rocks. Yeah. So sure. what yeah. are you gonna yeah. do? Seriously. Jesus. Great. Perfect. But so no one at Mount Vernon actually seconds this absolutely wondrous proposal. Oh, so God. it was never done. They uh, never attempted it. What um, if something? What if what we if? had zombie president? Get on it, Marvel. What if we had it. Oh my god! Get, get on it, Marvel. Get on it, Marvel. What if we resurrected it's, George Washington? I don't think it's too yeah, late. So, I think I yeah, think there's we could probably you know, a period of dig up those old bones and rub some warmth <laughs> into them and see. Yeah, we have so much access to cocaine. So much now. access to George Washington. We have so much access <laughs> to cocaine, cocaine. <laughs> right now. Enough cocaine yeah. to revive George Washington. <laughs> cocaine now is probably better. It's probably <laughs> yeah, so much definitely. better. Than activity in seventeen. I feel like if you just if you just gave the corpse of George Washington some takis, the, uh, the oh. spice alone. Oh, yeah, give no. It, be like, what is this? Yeah. We just need a whole bunch of takis right and a whole bunch of cocaine, and yeah. we're just gonna yeah. crush it into one yeah. fine powder and dump it on. Yeah, the Yeah, we're gonna yeah we're gonna mix <laughs> the blue takis with cocaine, make a nice light like a sky, nice like powder blue uh, mist. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, <laughs> Called, can, that's, uh, the street term is fun dip. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. we're going to add some fun dip in, too. Yeah. Definitely. Like, right. There, no question. That'll be the first thing he has when he wakes up. It'll be the only thing keeping him al- free alive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the fact that no one seconded this proposal was something that kind of uh, ticked off Thornton. <laughs> Tough route. Could you imagine than... Thornton like, pitching that to everybody? He's like, okay, <laughs> can I get a okay, second? We okay, we do just Tough just, run. Tough yeah, round, just like yeah. a thirty second silence, and like somebody like coughs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we're doing. It. All right, I guess we're not. Sorry, I guess yeah. I'm, I guess I'm I, stupid. Like, yeah, I guess I'm but, the crazy one wanting yeah, to bring yeah. back our leader, our in hero. chief, our yeah. hero. He won the revolution for us, and we can't, you know, defy God or whatever. I don't know. Sure. I think the best part about this is, like, if you read the letters, it is extremely and evidently clear that Thornton was more upset about the fact that no one seconded this proposal <laughs> than the fact that his friend died. Sure. He's just like, I don't get to play mad scientist, you fucks. Dude, I'd be so mad, too. I am, uh, yeah, and honestly, I am a little upset because we almost got zombie Washington, and I think history would have turned out a lot different that way. Yeah. And I understand that we are what... We are what the fuck history, but imagine the ammunition we could have with zombie sure. George Washington. I'm telling you, coming um, coming to Disney Plus this fall, unprecedented. <laughs> it's zombie. Un- yeah. <laughs> oh my see, god. See, I kind of had the same idea, and I was like, what if we had a but tyrannical government run by a bunch of undead dudes from 1776? Uh, but I'm gonna. In order to figure that out, you're all going to have to wait for my fanfic entitled The Unfounding oh, Fathers, Back for Brains. <laughs> there it is. Oh my god. There it is. Amazing. We did it. <laughs> we did it. All, we did it. Amazing. All of this Time to write the movie. Trademarked. We're ready. Yeah. 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 I think we definitely need to... We'll be in touch with you guys when we get this movie off the ground. <laughs> Please. The thank ground. you. Appreciate <laughs> To give you like a little piece of it. Thank you. Thank That's, you. That's absolutely crazy. I do think it's funny, though, that this guy was more upset. Like, sure, my friend died, but I don't get to be Frankenstein. Like, I, <laughs> right. just, I, I just have to. So you're saying that I have to accept that my friend is dead. I half <laughs> expected you to tell me that, like, without the consent of everyone else, he just decided to, like, steal the body. Do it anyway. And try it on his yeah. own. Oh, my. Yeah. 
honestly, I mean, the, the first stage of the first stage of grief is denial, right? <laughs> and this dude was clearly like, I can, I can fix save this. him. He's been dead for five yeah. days. I can unfuck this. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give up on me, George. I won't give up on you. You bastard. He's like pounding his chest. They're just like. He only has, him in yeah, the face. It's one of those CPR dummies, and he's just like breaking the sternum, the sternum yeah. slapping him in the face. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's insane. Yeah. But I, if there's no more to that story, I do want to go yeah, back really, to. I need I to really hear, hear about. It. A sandwich that sandwich. started oh, yeah, World War I. Forgot one. About this. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Uh, so you guys know you haven't heard you haven't done this. I've one yet? literally no, never no. heard. This it might story. be dubious. It's probably dubious. I'm going to paraphrase since y'all are probably coming up on time. But um, no, basically, we we've allotted extra time for you guys. Oh, very good. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, basically, <laughs> Andrew's like, let me bask in the glow of. Oh no, I was just gonna. I, I, I was time. just gonna make since this is a sandwich story. I was just gonna make a joke about this being a foot long story. Now, uh, 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 why, why did, why did uh, you drag okay. that out of me? Booyahs, booyahs. That's true. Take it away. So uh, allegedly, uh, during uh, I guess in Belgium. When the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, not the band, but the man, yeah. uh, was driving through town, they were doing a little parade, and there was this gang called the Black Hand, and they were going to kill him. They were going to uh, uh, throw a grenade, and he was going to blow up. And they all had cyanide capsules, and they were like, if they got caught, they were going to eat the cyanide capsules. And so one guy throws his grenade and misses the car entirely, and it blows up. And uh, he says, okay, so long, world. And he he bites down on the cyanide capsule and he like jumps off a bridge and into this river thinking that he was just gonna like float away well the river was only two feet deep and so they just immediately captured him just immediately like surrounded him and grabbed him and took him away and so the black hand gang like reconvened briefly of like they like shots had been fired people were shooting at the archduke and like the driver for the archduke decided to take a circuitous route towards the hospital because one of them had been winged. I don't think it was anybody of importance. Damn. And so they were on their what, circuitous what, route. What, what a horrible and, thing to be of not of note. Right. To be like part of an assassination, but I not even have a name. I was winged, but yeah. Right. Just some, I'm some just guy, guy. Got, yeah. got hit. Steve. Yeah. And so they're taking him to the hospital and, and the black hand gets together and they're like, man, that didn't go very well at all. Uh, everybody go about your day. Sorry, I guess. And yeah. uh, one of them decided to go to his favorite restaurant and order uh, a sandwich. I've yeah. seen it as a sandwich. It was probably some uh, other dish. But uh, orders this sandwich. And it's like off of the main parade route. So he goes over a couple streets and orders a sandwich. Well, it just so happened to be uh, the same circuitous route that the driver had decided to take. And so oh. as he's ordering his sandwich, he looks over and they stop right in front of the the place that he was eating and he just pulls out a pistol and shoots the guy and that's how world war one starts yeah. <laughs> uh, just like, like honestly if i i can do both i can have my break and i can get my right i can have my yeah, sandwich and, and start a war i'm gonna go enjoy i'm i'm a little disappointed that the war didn't start today but you know what at least i have this slump oh hey look oh, Bang. Hey, Done. Yeah. Okay, it today. can or, like, yeah. he's bemoaning the fact that, like, the whole group decided to give Steve, you know, the fucking grenade, and he right. was the worst aim. I, ne- I never get to be, I can't believe they picked Steve, I never get to be Steve. <laughs> this is bullshit. Oh, hey, look. Hey, I just, okay. I'll just, so, I'll just have a Reuben, I, I guess. Just I, a Reuben. I, I, so I'm, being, 
I'm thinking of like the guy coming in and like sitting down at his favorite sandwich shop. Is like, ah, uh, what's uh, what? What do you have? Well, another failed su- or another failed assassination attempt. Ah, uh, I'm the black hand, and it's just a sandwich covered in cyanide pills. Yeah, give me the black like, hand, Joe, and it's just a give me the sandwich black hand. P- topped with fucking cyanide pills. <laughs> Just, He's like, this is my last day, yeah, a, you know. A pepper grinder good. full of cyanide. My- just like, I'll, I'll tell you when. I'll tell you when. Zach, you feel, it sounds like you've been trying to say something for a bit. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, I in my brain, because I've watched too many action movies growing up, it's like the guy sees him, he picks up the sandwich, pulls out the gun, no look, takes a bite of the sandwich, and yeah. just yeah. puke. Okay. 316 no scope, y'all. So, just 360 no scope friends yeah. for men. So, yeah. the, the gentleman's name was Gavrilo Princip. Okay. Um, it, the reason <laughs> that the cart stopped when and where it did is because the general who was a passenger in the same cart with or car with uh, the Archduke noticed that they were taking the wrong route. So, as Drew mentioned, it was a circuitous route to get them away from this first attempt uh, on the Archduke's life. And he notices that they're going the wrong way, and so he is arguing with the driver, and the driver stops the cart to argue with the general. Terrible. So I would imagine that this dude's just sitting in this sandwich shop, and all the all the people are, like, walking to the windows, and he's like, well, I failed my mission. I'm going to enjoy this last sandwich before I just fucking off myself, because honestly... Why not? And then he decides to get up and look at, like, what the commotion that everyone's looking at outside the sandwich shop is. And he's like, oh, my time oh, holy has God. come. I just imagine, I, I really hope that, I really hope that it was a Charlie Brown situation where he, like, ordered the sandwich and it came out and then he goes to, like, take a bite of it and all the shit falls out of the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just, like, he's just like, the, like, he's already down and he's already super low and then all this sandwich shit falls out and he just looks over and is like, oh, well, so... Oh. Uh, the, oh, is, that, the, is that the Archduke? Is that the, uh, my, my that friend, Archduke Franz the best is the fa- Well, first of all, this driver uh, sucks ass because the first rule of, uh, like, uh, you know, escaping uh, uh, assassination is you just keep driving. Yeah. You, don't you don't stop You don't stop. You just go. I'm just like, yeah. I imagine it's like Franz Ferdinand, like, loudly talking, like, Keep driving! It's me, Franz Ferdinand, <laughs> who they tried to just assassinate. Me, the Archduke, hey. Franz Ferdinand. Why are you so, yeah. in the car? As, me, the Archduke. as the Archduke, I command you to drive yeah, forward. We, yeah. But but Drew pointed out that this first guy who tried to kill Franz Ferdinand, like tried to kill himself and jumped in a river that was only two feet deep. Well, this guy that successfully killed Franz Ferdinand then tried to take his cyanide capsule. The cyanide pill was past its expiration date, yeah. oh, so so, so he didn't even like it didn't work at all. He didn't die instantly. So instead, what he tried to do was take his own gun and kill himself. Uh-huh. But the gun jammed. Oh. <laughs> this is the type oh of so shit like, we need to talk to corporate about. Yeah, I can't. This is really just like yeah. the this most is... bungled thing ever. Because then he was presumably tortured until death to figure out like who his co-conspirators right. were and everything like that. I love. There's something. So it was a Charlie yeah, Brown. There's situation. something very yeah. poetic about something that you're using to kill yourself being past its expiration date. There's a there's a yeah, very, for there's sure. a very <laughs> ironic poetry to that. And also, I want to know about the yeah. first guy too who did swallow a cyanide capsule, but 
then ostensibly broke then his survived. ankles in a river. Right. And probably, think... and probably vomited up the cyanide from like so much pain he was in after just like. So Everybody much. had a bad day. Everyone had a bad day Everyone on the first day of World War One. Yeah, the that's first really, day of how... World War One yeah. was very bad for really everyone. Had by all. Just it reminds me. This cyanide bit reminds me of there was uh, like a Roman politician who was so worried about being abducted and poisoned that he took small doses of poison to save himself from that. And then when he was kidnapped, he tried to commit suicide by poison and had built up a tolerance. Wow. I've been building up an immunity. Iocane <laughs> powder. Yeah, yeah. that's like saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rodents of unusual so size? Just, I don't think they exist. No, I don't think they exist. <laughs> but it was. But I would imagine that the guy that broke his ankles in a two foot deep river, his cyanide capsule must not have worked either. Right. Yeah. I think they all got expired. They were, they were all just expired. expired a, I didn't a bad even know batch. cyanide expired. So right. Maybe well, I mean, everything. Maybe has cyanide an didn't. Date. Well, maybe cyanide didn't get good until the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That would be that would be a a good reason. Yeah, people are like, man, we got the internet now. We got entertainment, comedy down on lock. We should probably get. We cyanide. should get cyanide. We should figure that cyanide pill out. We should really <laughs> figure out. At least the cyanide tooth. Yeah, that's, cyanide. So that 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 bring. I was just about to say. So like, if spies had cyanide capsule like cyanide teeth like capsules that you could crack and kill yourself ostensibly those would probably go bad at some point too so you'd have to go into like you'd have to get debriefed and also have your cyanide tooth tooth replaced imagine imagine going to the dentist before like a big mission like all of a sudden your tooth's broken and you go to the dentist and it's like hey, I think I may have cracked one of my teeth. And the dentist's like, okay, we're just going to do some routine cleaning. And all of a sudden your cyanide tooth shatters and the right. dentist just thinks it's <laughs> their fault. You, you go snowboarding yeah. and you like you, you take you take a header too hard. And you're like, guys, 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 I cracked my tooth. Guys, I cracked guys. my tooth. Just like, it's not that big a deal, man. Just go to the dentist. No, no guys, guys, I'm dying. I'm dying right now. I'm, I'm actually dying. I yeah. meant to tell you oh, this before. I'm a spy. Help me. Just... Bond is sitting there getting his routine tooth cleaning, and the dentist's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I chipped your tooth." And he's like, "Which, which one? one? Which, which one? one?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy, uh. though, because I mean, I know Drew, you were you were unsure as to whether or not this was actually a story about a sandwich, but it it was. In every... Looking into it, it looks like it looks like the sandwich element is dubious. Like they don't they didn't eat sandwiches in that part of the world back then, but. I believe it was some sort of sandwich esque. It was like probably every reporting yeah. mentions a sandwich, so I, sure. I, I'm sure but, it was some sort of like like char- charcuterie board with like it had bread and meat yeah. and cheese and you right. put them all together to make they gave you a build your own sandwich basically. Uh, yeah, like, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, a deconstructed yeah, yes, exactly. Sandwich. It was an open face sandwich, which really is what a charcuterie board is, anyways. Precisely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that seems to be. The end of time. What the it. fuck history? What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck history? Oh, yeah. good. You guys. You <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was literally going to invite you guys to do the tagline, but like, hey. <laughs> if you guys want to do it. like just one more of those clean, sure. Roses, you want to do it together? There's no way. We'll there, you never it. will, but it'll be entertaining for our audience if you try. What is it? I'll just, fix it's it just, in post. Is it is it two what the fucks? What the fuck history? No, it's just, just 
we have one more question for our audience, and it is... Ah, uh, what the fuck history? I tried to... Rosa didn't even try. That was it, that okay. was it. He, te- he teed yeah, us up. Yeah, and we're gonna do let's together. do it, here we go. All right, okay, right. we're ready, we're ready. Okay. We just have one more question for our audience, and it's... What the what fuck, the fuck? History? History? Never. I love it. Garbage. It's so good. It's so good. If you like what you hear from the Triumvirate Productions and What the Fuck History, we encourage you to tell a friend. We don't pay for any ads, so the best way to get us out there is to talk to other people about us. You can find us on Facebook at The Triumvirate Productions, on Twitter at Triumvirate underscore pod, and on Instagram at The underscore Triumvirate underscore Productions. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.